Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. Deathmate Black is going to be the subject of today's video. Uh, but first, got to let you guys know that we have a Patreon uh, in the description below this video. And the people who uh, support the Patreon get uh, videos before anybody else. And you, if you are at the highest level of support, you're getting all the videos before anybody else gets to see them. And you are watching us stream this uh, video recording session in real time, thus mitigating the kayfabe effect. Uh, the videos are also brought to you by the books that we make. This is our bibliography. I have Crypto Killers, uh, I have Red Room Crypto Killers issue one and two being offered to comic shops right now. Uh, two trade paperbacks of Red Room are out there uh, in the wild as we speak. Four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree, which is celebrating its 10 year anniversary. Three volumes of X-Men Grand Design and WYSIWYG is out there. Jimmy has the treasury edition of Hulk Grand Design out in the wild. Kayfabers support that book man can't wait to get that on the bookshelf uh street angel deadliest girl alive is also uh on the stands right now but uh keep your eyes peeled for the forthcoming street angel princess of poverty and plain janes is on the racks right now as we speak jimmy i do think that this time uh nobody's in any danger of the kayfabe effect striking where deathmate black is concerned man uh, this was uh, very early on. This was one of the uh, books that I had that like skyrocketed in value as per Wizard Magazine uh, before the you know so, some of the other stuff that I that I had skyrocketed in value. They probably only printed three hundred thousand. And of course, that's due to the uh, first appearance of Gen Thirteen. I think would have been that's, that's it reason for <laughs> speculating. That that is it, man. Uh, this is the homage studios uh, version of Deathmate, whereby we previously looked at Deathmate Red, which was the Extreme Studios. It's Rob Liefeld's crew did a Deathmate uh, comic, and the conceit of Deathmate is that uh, Valiant Comics was supposedly popular at the time. Image Comics was popular at the time. We're going to do a crossover. Uh, the Image guys are going to like just do the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, using their studios on a set of uh, Deathmates. Valiant, you guys can yeah, go the, do... The Michael Jordan color scheme, by the way. The red and black volumes. Yes, 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 yes. And then uh, the Valiant, you guys can go do yours with your little hand color washes. B blue and yellow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, go, ha go have fun with that. So we're looking at the the Jim Lee, Mark Silvestri brand of, uh, of Deathmate. And uh, looking at the interior front cover here, man... Uh, there it is, dude. Written by two of the luckiest men in comics. Uh, Jim Lee's childhood friend, Brandon Choi, being brought along to uh, fill, fill the captions up with voluminous text. And uh, Mark Silvestri's brother, Eric Silvestri. I feel like they, both, some they both just went through and wrote a complete script, <laughs> and then they put it all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Nepo Babies. It's a lot of words, man. The, the Nepo Baby tag team of, of comic book writing in the mid-90s, man. Brandon Choi, Eric Silvestri. But then you got a gang of artists, man. Brandon Peterson, Brett Booth, Mark Silvestri, Jeffrey Scott, also known as J. Scott Campbell. Right. Scott Clark, he would have been the uh, Stormwatch Boom. guy. Greg Capullo, who's like the odd man out. Like, where is he? Where does he come from? Yeah, it's interesting. You feel like these guys, these image dudes are all flirting with like, who's hot at Marvel? Who do we like? Who might we try to recruit yeah. into our circles? Jim Lee and Wills are in there. So many of them were inked by Scott Williams. 
and then but you from the beginning you got the tandem of uh, j scott campbell and alex gardner which will be the gen 13 tandem that's right and you know the benefit of putting will, uh, scott williams on so many of these as an anchor is it does tie the book a little bit together like yeah. i went through and i and i put post-it notes in here to try to uh you know keep the artist straight there'll be a couple blurred areas i think um, but it's, I think, due to Scott Williams, you know, yeah. like really tr t tying it all together. I think it's a good move if you're going to do a book like this. It is, but but it uh, it makes the game hard to play. So so like I, I can't even do it. Like when in doubt, I just assume that it's this Brandon Peterson or Brett Booth. Like, what you know what I mean? Like when when I have doubts, I'm like, okay, it's jobbers, it's studio guys, who are doing this stuff. But then a piece like this, so it's like, ah, oh, that might be Mark. Oh, you chose Brett. I went with the um, the order that they're listed in inside the front cover. Mm -hmm. That's basically the way I ordered them. And, I see. And, and for the most part, I think it adds up. But there are weird things like like this is weird to me to be Brett Booth, and I don't know his work very well. But I think of him as like a Jim Lee cross with Todd McFarlane. Yeah. Style wise, and that's not what I see here. But it's just more of like figuring out spacing. I think the style changed from the previous couple of pages. Yeah. Look what the image guys do with Turok. They make him Warpath from from X Force. <laughs> That should be the Greg Capullo section, you know, for the time. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> it's it's funny how there'll be like certain awkward elements too, like trying to go through here and figure out which artists are which was a real challenge in that regard. Like this is a very bizarre tangent where you've got two arms coming out of the same delt. <laughs> you know, it's just weird. It's just kind of kind of bizarre. I like, I really like this effect for a silhouette, but you're punching it up red. That's something we would see 20 years later. Yeah, it's so funny that, that we, it's just a foregone conclusion that you have to get your Native American characters to, to fight one another. Wow, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, you're right. It's interesting. Like, is that more, like, see, I thought earlier, like, we were looking at Mark Silvestri. Yeah, there's certain things that, like, like, for this one, it was the tick of, like, I thought that robed figure looked right. Um, it's real iffy. And then again, it's like, this shit that throws me off. You put Silvestri, or you put Williams on top of Silvestri, and it, and it gets, uh, I was not confident with this. And also, it wouldn't surprise me if you've got a few hands on yeah, these Yeah, totally. Because yeah. many of these guys are working in the same studio. So, you know, if it's a late night, you might be passing that page next to the guy next to you to get it. Look at that bleeding edge color. Yes. That shit sucks. I, I, hated, <laughs> I hated these kind of textures. Like when I started coloring um, Bad Rock just that gray and they took that little speckle shit off of him, so much better. I used to get so angry with computer coloring. You know, it, it was a decade before I kind of, you know, it evolved to a place where I made peace with it. And I guess we have some hardcore dudes yeah. from Valiant. <laughs> Look at this weird treatment. I don't know if that's reflective of his powers, but I just see it as almost like a 90s version of Kriegstein breaking down <laughs> multiple panels of an action. Now, to some extent, we, we, we do get paid for Cartoons Kayfabe, but you cannot pay me enough to really read this comic. Oh, you can't read this. This, I, is, this is maybe the height of like when people made fun of Image for no writers, you could easily hold up a book like this. Like, I mean, it's the Billy Madison, you are dumber if you read this book, <laughs> it's true. then if you don't, it's true. It's going to damage your, your head. And you wonder like the story media, like how, how do you even arrive at this? Because it, I mean, it literally doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make any fucking sense. But that's kind of the conceit, right? I mean, that's why profit and void are trying to uh, oh my piece things back together. Oh my goodness. I think this is J J Scott Campbell, by the way, yeah, that, that was right. my, uh, my choice here. And, 
super young, but also like really new to making comics, at least for Wild Storm. I do think that this might be his first work. Yeah, it could be. Really interesting to see the stuff that, that leaks through, because like some of the mouths and things are things that you would see throughout his career. When I see the blacks, I think of Wills, but you got it as Scott Clark. Yeah, I'm pretty confident this is Scott Clark. I don't know how much other stuff he did, but you know what, man? Some of these pages, like I do, I, I do see other because like Wills would do that yeah you know it wouldn't surprise me if he's got some hands on here and again like i assume this was in order based on that table of contents but who knows yeah. this could easily be put together as like here's a bunch of pages put them in whatever order you want them in right <laughs> and then just dump some lettering on top <laughs> that hatching is so funny yeah it's great stuff this is the kind of stuff too where i'm talking about like the, like those lightning comics and all that bullshit this is so close to that you see it with like some of the proto digital effects and i actually like this looking back on it now this is kind of fun but you're right about it being like those lightning comics and ballistic studios and just all the garbage like you know stuff you pull out of a dollar bin now but was part of that speculator bubble it was like if you could get the digital colors on there you had something right so you got greg capolo down as this yeah Again, there's some some awkward places, but then there'll be like a panel where you're like, okay, that looks like a Greg Capullo face. You know, like this to me is, is clearly Greg Capullo. I see. And then I think we get Jim Lee, but the Jim Lee looks rushed to me. So then you have that on top of it. It was like, all these books I think shipped late. Oh yeah. And it was at a time when they were really getting criticized for late books. So that's this, a factor. This is one of the hardest images of the of this. Like I, I, I love that drawing look at how much stuff is happening though with the color oh yeah you know like you're getting so many colors on these faces and like shadows you know you're starting to do like okay we're gonna do volume and we're gonna do lighting with the color not not only was terminator 2 out for a while then but there was that like director's cut where like around this time it was being resolicited on like um what do you call it uh uh pay-per-view where, where with like some extra sequences and stuff like that so like T2 is out. Mm -hmm. You know, the Warblade comic we'll look at at some point is Bisley did like a five or six issue Warblade series. Is that the one where like Warblade is a, um, like an artist, like a, like a, like a tortured artist guy? That might be an Aaron Wiesenfeld joint. Yeah, I don't remember that one, but it's possible. It's, I just see him doing claw stuff to everybody, you know? And here we go. Like, this is your Gen 13 early, uh, early Gen 13. Yeah, I mean, they're all throughout. Like, the, the very first, like, this captioning, my name is Fairchild. Oh, like, okay. it's it's first person in, 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 in her voice. And we're supposed to care. Um, you don't care? <laughs> <laughs> okay, man, seeing all this black, that, that was definitely Scott Clark, who who did those pages that I said might, might be Wills, because that, that, I mean, yeah, totally. Scott Clark, Inc. by T. Scott. Jesus fuck. Yeah, there were there were a lot of names floating around at that time. Pogs is out there. Wizard Magazine is out there. And a couple rounds of uh, Top Cow books. Yeah, probably, um, possibly the best-selling Top Cow book, codenamed Strike Force. Is that true? Nah, it's got to be Cyber Force, right? It has to be Cyber Force. Yeah. But this is a top five book the year that it's released. Right, right. Which is wild. And uh, to date things, Wizard Magazine number 27, we have an issue... Uh, that we did uh, about that one. I don't think this was the cover. I think it was the Deathblow cover. And uh, because it was one of the, it was the oldest Wizard Magazine I had uh, as, a, as a kid. And they're promoting, uh, you could win a stand-up Mortal Kombat console. This was like the most hyped crossover probably for me. 
Talk about you know, the thing I was most ready for. Talk about selling sizzle and it no steak. Delivered nothing. Zero. This was one. This is probably one of those changing moments for me where it's yeah. like, you know what? I'm out. You guys have abused me enough. Yeah. You list all my favorite artists and then you give me this yeah. and I'm angry and I'm done with you. The cool thing to think about, like, not the cool thing, but like, it is an abuse. They took advantage. Uh, they sold, they sold shit. Where would our cartooning be? It, you know, if, if we would have like dug better material uh, at this time and, and, and not this stuff, but all told all in, maybe we spent uh, $200 on that on this shit over over a number of years yeah and it's interesting because like you do have people that don't check out that you do that don't say you know this isn't for me or whatever and go in a different direction and like they're kind of fine too you know what i mean like that's there's a whole lineage that you can trace back to this that becomes like hard ass superhero yeah. big stuff um, but we could also call out our homie matt, matt boris who had almost every issue of spawn and and almost got a Pulitzer Prize a couple of years ago <laughs> with his editorial uh, comics in the Nib website, I think is something that, that he started up with the, with the Twitter guys or something like that. Uh, he's got almost every issue of Spawn. Like, that was something that he's like, guys, I have to tell you something. We got scared, man. The hard drop. I'm like, oh no, what happened, Matt? He said, I almost have every issue of Spawn. And we were like, Really? Are you okay? I've had two or three of those incidents where someone will be like, uh, we'll be talking like, what are you reading? And they'll say something and I just laugh. I think they're kidding around. And then you realize like, oh no, they're, they're, they're being totally serious about it. And I feel like a jerk. And it's what reminds me of like, this is just me that got off here. Yeah, totally. You know? Um, I know, it's, it's I know one's a homegirl, right? One's a homegirl? Yeah, one yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know exactly. One's a more embarrassing moment. <laughs> hey, we're friends. Uh, but, but yeah, it's, it's like, you know, it's easy to get like myopic where it's like, this is my view. And then realize like, oh no, it's every, everybody has this different experience with this stuff. But this is about whenever I left the, uh, the wizard world. We, we were asked a bunch about uh, Deathmate Black since we did Deathmate Red. So here it is. Uh, K-Fabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. And uh, we do have a Patreon where you get all these videos before uh, anybody else, depending on your level of support. But Jimmy, tell the people what books you have out in the wild. Hulk Grand Design, Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive, and The Plain Janes out now. Street Angel Princess of Poverty, pre-order that one right now. And join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can download out-of-print zines and minis. You can see some of my process, and you can see some of what I'm working on next. Red Room Crypto Killers issues 1 and 2 being solicited to your comic shop right this moment. Uh, let your shop know that you want it so that we know how many to print. A two, two trade paperbacks of uh, Red Room are out there in the wild right now. We're celebrating the 10-year anniversary of Hip Hop Family Tree. Scoop those comics up. Three volumes of X-Men Grand Design are out there in your comic book store shelves. And one volume of WYSIWYG is available uh, to, to read and check out. What else do we have out there, Jimmy? Cartoonist Kayfabe related. Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, mugs, fanny packs, stickers, and lots more at our spread shop. That link is under this video also. Another great way to support the channel, given those marching orders will be on our way. Read more comics.